Good evening. This is coming to you from Portland, Oregon. That's the west coast of the U.S. for all of you foreign listeners out there. Tonight, I'd like to talk about finding pathways to changing lifestyle and perception. This is in response to questions from a few different people. One, trying to get some relief in their repetitive relationship behaviors. Someone else who was depressed, and another who wanted to know how to help an isolated friend meet new people. These concepts are things I'll likely touch on again down the road, too. So, inviting change into our lives can be tough, but not as tough as one would think. More often, it's the comfort of routine and little to no change that keeps us where we are currently. Ultimately, it's an illusion, though because everything in life changes eventually. Everything is fluid, everything is emotion. And regarding suffering, trying to hit pause or put an end to it is a complex array of possibles, maybes, try this and that's, or figure out what works best. Medication can help if it's solely a brain chemistry thing, but if it's a mix of brain chemistry and lifestyle and situation, you can also try to start doing things to get up and out of your normal, everyday, flat-mangled wheelhouse. I would suggest trying some of the following before medication, but obviously it depends on severity and specific circumstances. You know, so, so if you're so miserable you can't get out of bed, seek professional help. Now. So, what can you do? If you really want change in your life, start doing things you would never do doesn't matter what it is, and you can even do things that would be the opposite of what you'd normally do. They're really onto something in that Seinfeld episode where George starts winning at life by doing the opposite of what he'd normally do. Let's say, for example, you never make new friends or talk to strangers. Next time you're out, the first person who looks interesting to you at the coffee shop or the gym or library, wherever you find yourself, start a conversation. Just introduce yourself and then ask the person something about themselves. Asking what they do for a living is a good start. People love talking about themselves. Show interest and excitement if you're interested and excited by what they say. Mirror their body language and repeat back what they say to you in different words. Paraphrase. This actually brings unconscious comfort to the human brain when you do this. Unless you're absolutely clueless to social cues, you'll likely know within a few minutes if you have things in common and whether or not you're clicking with the person. And if not, say nice to meet you and move on to the next interesting person you encounter. Another thing you could try is going to places, events, lectures, etc. you'd never usually go. When you talk to someone there, you could always say, this is somewhere I'd never go, so I just wanted to see what it was all about. And that person might find you and your curiosity interesting, spark up a conversation, and you might even hit it off. Who knows? Your future best friend or lover could even be there. But you won't know until you expand yourself a bit. This one's important. Try new hobbies, new food and restaurants, new goals, new books, new music or concerts different clothing, shoes, hats, new belief systems, new friends, new exercises or practices like meditation, breathwork, yoga, bike riding, walking, 
running. The list is endless. Things outside of your normal flat mangled wheelhouse. New books, belief systems, and exercise is highly recommended. Books and belief systems will give you fresh knowledge and open up new ways of thinking and being. And exercise will definitely make you feel better on the whole. Do it, even if you start small. And these three together, better. New perspectives as an active practice. Say, for instance, you want to have a more loving disposition. Here's an exercise I tried that definitely brought results. So, for a week or two, every day, make an earnest attempt of loving everything and everyone you come in contact with. Just carry around a notion of acceptance and gratitude for everything that crosses your path. Try to enjoy and appreciate everything, micro to macro. The fact that you woke up in a warm bed, your coffee, your tea, your OJ, your beer, or wine being so tasty, the food in your fridge, the wonder of your phone, or the wonder of the internet. It may take a few days. Keep trying. If there's something you previously decided you don't like, try to have an understanding of why that thing exists as a balance factor, even though you may not like it. Now, I know this may seem impossible, but if a borderline misanthrope who definitely has a love-hate-love relationship with humanity can do it, anyone can. I also know how ultra-cheesy and irrational it seems, and I'm not suggesting people blindly love everything in life all the time. That's nearly impossible, at least for me, and it also creates imbalance. But it is an interesting experiment to just try and find harmony and enjoyment in all things for a few weeks to see how it affects you. Think Tejia 2, the yin-yang. Opposites existing in harmony. One cannot exist without the other. Record your results as you go. Do people seem to treat you differently? Do you find yourself changing or feeling differently? Does your mood shift? Do your attitudes about certain things or preconceived notions about things start to get blurry or not so fixed or completely erode away? Whether you get some results or zero results, try applying this formula to other belief systems or modes of thinking and being with the one or two week duration, obviously. For instance, try hating everything for two weeks. I bet you'll quickly realize how miserable you've become and quit. Love and hate also need balance. Too much of one is too much. Try living in the mindset of an optimist, a pessimist, a nihilist, a Nazi or a Buddhist, a skinny or an overweight person, a handicapped person or an Olympic athlete, a father or mother, a teacher or drug dealer, a victim of abuse or someone terminally ill. You get the point. Record the results. And this can be applied to many, many things in your life to bring about fresh perspectives and attitudes. So use your imagination. Shape a mentality you want to have and then start acting it out every day. It might seem silly at first, but continue on until you see results. And seriously, try this. Don't just listen and think, oh, that seems interesting or that's total BS. Experiment. Record the results you experience. It's the actual doing that creates change in our lives. 
We can read piles and piles of books cover to cover and learn a myriad of things. But if we don't actually put them into practice, the information we've gained is nearly useless. Experience is the true teacher. Experience is the acquired knowledge. And also, don't forget to have fun with it. Gotta have fun. Good luck out there, guys. Night.